Help support your local businesses. Whether they're your corner stores, coffee spots, or favorite shops, local businesses have always been on your team, supporting you and your community. They remember your order and call you by name, always giving back, making a difference, and going that extra mile. But right now, more than ever, local businesses need our support. So let's be there for them. The next time you go shopping, help your team score and choose to shop at a local business. And while you're there, look for the contactless symbol and tap to pay with a contactless visa to help support your community. Because where and how you shop matters. Visa, everywhere you want to be. Official partner of the NFL. Welcome back for a very special episode of the 11 Personnel Podcast, featuring myself, Jordan Rodriguez, your host, and my fabulous co-host, Rich Hammond. Rich, how we doing? I'm doing well, and I'm very excited to wrap up our big mystery and welcome a special guest. So, Jordan, you want to do the honors? Oh, yeah. You guys were totally fooled the whole time. I know. I could totally tell. Nobody <laughs> nobody knew who this guy was. Uh, Bryson Hopkins, our player X. How are you, Bryson? I'm doing fantastic. How's everyone else? We're doing great. You know, <laughs> great. probably not as good as, as you guys are feeling right now. Two and zero start, hot start for the Rams. But it was, um, it's been a journey for you. I think. I mean, I, I don't think anybody was worried at all or nervous about you know your roster spot being solidified on the team. But can you? Are you able to just take us through the last time we talked? You were right in the middle of it, trying to um, just kind of learn the ropes. Um, can you take us through what it's been like since? Gosh, I guess it would be August, um, and how your life has changed. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like you said, last time we talked, uh, I was actually not even in LA yet. I, I was um, about to make the uh, voyage, uh, the four and a half hour flight on out out here and uh, and just try to get situated and, and get everything uh, started, you know, start on this journey. But um, with, you know, COVID uh, obviously restricted uh, a lot of just my opportunities that I was going to get um, to just play and be with the team and, uh, uh, you know, just learn the ropes and, and get out there. So when I did get out there, you know, we didn't have rookie OTAs or, uh, we didn't have anything in person, uh, really, so that we could get accustomed to uh, learning in these environments that we're doing in camp, that which we just finished, of course, you know. But, uh, like, during camp, uh, we were all uh, put in these buildings or either put outside in our meeting facilities that we had outdoors, uh, just trying to learn the best that we could in the safest environment. Um, but also, you know, that's just the best that they could do. Like, we couldn't even get out there until um, uh, the beginning of August, mm -hmm. really. And then it, then it still took another two weeks or three weeks before we even put pads on. So uh, it was a it, – it's just been a long road. And, you know, I feel like COVID has um, limited my opportunities that I've – that I would have gotten in a regular season to have, like, preseason and mm -hmm. rookie OTAs and all that, you know. But – uh, I still think the um, I, I've I've made the most of of my opportunity that I've that I've been given, and, and I'm still just working. You know, I'm just working to to uh, to get up there. 
What did they tell you about that kind of thing, Bryson? I mean, are they are they urging a little bit more patience just because you guys haven't had a normal uh, a normal anything, but certainly a normal lead yeah. up uh, to the season? I mean, does your position coach or or Sean or anybody just just kind of talk to you and help you with that sort of thing? Yeah, uh, you know, they're they're definitely patient themselves uh, and understanding, knowing that you know we haven't had the uh, same opportunities that every other rookie's had in the years past. Um, and they understand that, you know, it, it is an entirely new offense or a defense that we are trying to learn um, as rookies. And it's not easy uh, coming from college uh, to an NFL standard, you know, where everything is more complicated and, and uh, detail-oriented. So um, I think they're definitely understanding in that process, knowing that it's going to take us a little bit more time to get accustomed to the system. Um, but they're doing a great job of just uh, leading us into it slowly, uh, I'd say, but also expecting us to, you know, hit the ground running when we can and when our name's called, you know, make the most of it. The thing that's crazy to me is not only are you learning how to be an NFL pro, like to do this for an actual living, right? And But also managing what we know Sean likes to call the ecosystem of the space and mm-hmm. the sort of anxiety that I think, even whether we recognize it or not, is sort of permeating through society right now of COVID and, and precautions and how weird it is that so much of this stuff feels normal. And to me, that just seems like a, a lot to handle. And I know, you know, we, we talked with your mom and she's fantastic. And she mentioned <laughs> to us that she that you're just so even keel. But I would assume that it's a lot. It's a lot for anybody to handle. Uh, yeah, it it definitely is a lot. Um, it's just been new to yeah. everybody. You know, this has never happened before, before. So there was never really any guidelines or preparations that we had going into it. It's kind of just go with the flow um, and just listen to what people tell you. You know, they, ha- they have the best interest in you. You know, our staff, they're just trying to keep everyone safe because, you know, uh, one infiltration in the system can lead to half the team getting sick mm-hmm. and their families um families outside of the facilities who are at home when they go home they could they're at risk of getting sick as well so we take it very seriously but we're definitely just kind of going with it uh and and whatever the guidelines that the nfl and the nflpa have agreed upon uh, is just what we're sticking to was it hard at all to kind of get to know your teammates uh just because so much is different you guys aren't even all in the same locker room or, or at least weren't in training camp and I know you can't do things like hang out in the dining room where you might you know have breakfast or lunch or whatever it might be yeah. or you got those dividers between your lockers was <laughs> it was it different than, than you expected or a little bit more challenging in any way uh, I wouldn't say it was challenging. You know, you always have the opportunity to talk to people. You know, even if you're six feet apart, you can still hold a conversation. But, right. you know, sometimes um, uh, we did have – we were able to, you know, have those bonding moments during practice and just team-oriented activities because, you know, we're all in the same area for so long, for so many hours a day that, you know, you're kind of requ- – it's, like, required. you you gotta you got to talk somebody to, to last and to – to uh, make it throughout the day, just try to make relationships, you know, uh, make friends. And that's what everyone's done. It's kind of just inevitable as long as you're uh, around people, which we have been a lot recently. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it, but, you know, like you said, it, it, like I said earlier, it's, it's new. 
to us. We, we I didn't have any expectation coming in of what it was going to be like. So I knew I was going to make friends. Uh, haven't made any enemies yet. Uh, you know, I'm fortunate <laughs> enough to say that. So, uh, but I'll let you know as soon as I do. Oh yeah, we're ready just in case. We've got your back, Grayson. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. Uh-huh. I know. I know. But hey, so okay, so like. The, con- the concept of learning an NFL playbook is so daunting, right, in general, even when you can go out and, and act it out throughout the entire spring. And I'm kind of wondering, especially when you combine sort of the virtual and then very short period of time to actually enact it live, how are they onboarding the playbook for rookies in terms of how, you know, how how are they unpacking the information for you? And, and have you found that to be challenging or different or um i'm wondering if you could just um you know i i know you can't share like too many details but just the process with us yeah uh, so actually what they do with the rookies is really just they uh input extra time slots for us to have meetings with the coaches Mm -hmm. uh, in addition to everyone else so at the beginning of camp they opened up the playbook like everyone uh had never seen it before even though they knew plenty of people knew the entire playbook, you know, in and out. Um, but they still just introduced it uh, as like, you know, base concepts and then kind of up the levels and then up the, uh, the run games to different um, schemes and everything. Like they took it step by step so that everyone was introduced to the same thing on the same day. And then the rookies would have additional meetings and walkthroughs after that. So uh, it kind of made it a little bit easy for us with the walkthroughs, you know, trying to uh, go through it. Um, you know, step-by-step step, actually not just sitting in a chair and mm-hmm. standing at a screen. So the walkthrough did a lot for us and allowed us to get some hands-on experience. Rams fans, we know you'd prefer to be at SoFi Stadium this season enjoying those Pepsi products. We know this football season will be different, but Pepsi is here to get you ready for game day no matter how you watch this season. Pepsi is the refreshment you need to power through game day and become a member of the League of Football Watchers. These passionate fans are the real generational talent that Pepsi fuels. Because Pepsi isn't made for those who play the game, it's made for those who watch it. Go to madeforfootballwatching.com to check out the latest football watching content from Pepsi. Now, Bryson, I mean, Jordan mentioned it. We felt like all along you were a lock to make the roster. I mean, when the Rams invested a a fourth-round pick, and I know Mm -hmm. they, they scouted you, you know, pretty heavily... Be honest. Did, I mean, did you feel confident throughout? I mean, when it when it got to cut down day, were was there any nerves at all, or, or were you feeling pretty good about it? You know, throughout the process. You know, I felt that I had performed um, pretty well, mm-hmm. that I was doing my part in what I had. But you know, there's always that little doubt in the back of your head. You know, I didn't want to be too certain. You know, I didn't want to jinx myself. Uh, I just wanted to stay humble. You know, we didn't have we don't have any bad tight ends on our, all of our tight ends are roster. NFL roster tight ends like they deserve to make the cut so um I I I wasn't worried but at the same time I wasn't just certain that I was going to make the roster um because I knew I had some good competition and whoever they went with was a good choice anyway because we have some really talented uh tight ends on our team but um I definitely say would say that I I was performing well you know kind of up to par I just need a little bit more time to uh, get in that playbook and and uh rely more on instincts than you know thinking too much while I'm out there on the field well when you get into cut down you know the days leading up to cut down and then the day itself um even if you know or you have a pretty good understanding that you're going to be fine 
it's yeah. it's kind of sad. I mean, you're because you make you make these relationships with people, and you you especially with you. Mm-hmm. I know you were working a lot. Um, you know, trying to get people, trying to get younger quarterbacks reps, trying to um, make sure that you're onboarding with certain guys who did not end up making the roster. And so, I mean, what is that like? And, and what do you, what do you do if someone you, you know, or had had talked to, or maybe your locker was next to them? um, They're just not there the next day. Mm -hmm. Uh, It is exactly what you said. It is, it is sad just to see, uh, the numbers in the locker room just mm-hmm. dwindle down. And then as you make it to final cuts, you know, there's a third of what you had in the locker room and it's quiet all the time. And, uh, you know, just the same personalities that you had uh, kind of started to, you know, make bonds with. And just because you had spent so much time together, they're just gone like that, you know, the next mm-hmm. morning. But it's at the same time, it's a business. You got to understand that, um the coaches are just have the team's best interests in their mind. And, you know, whatever decision they go with, uh, they, they think that it's the best decision. It's not personal. It's nothing against you. It's just best for the team. So, mm-hmm. um, I, I was even planning on living with uh, Josh love, you know, he was going to, I was Aww. hoping he, he could be my roommate, but he got cut. Uh, great dude. Uh, you know, I think he has a, a good chance of making another team here soon, but, um, it's okay. It's a, uh, we still, everyone, you know, keep in touch, you know, we, the little time that we had together still made uh, good relationships and we keep in touch on social media and everything. For sure. Well, yeah. it, it sounded like you guys handled it pretty well though, because, uh, we heard through the grapevine, uh, that you guys waited to get your cat out there until you knew for sure uh, <laughs> that you yeah, were. Yeah, the grapevine. <laughs> the grapevine is not very long, huh? <laughs> Probably my mom. Yeah. Probably Kelly. She told you that, yeah, we did wait to get the cat out here. We didn't want to do anything too hasty, and I didn't want to. She's staring at me right now. I didn't want to have to take care of her during camp. You know, it's not too much required take care of a cat when your mom buys an automatic feeder and a water fountain for her but uh <laughs> so she's she, she's spoiled over here she's good but she's here now i uh, got a nice little setup out here so this is a big player this is a big player x revelation here player x is a <laughs> is a cat person not a dog person yeah uh no no no, no. i think this cat is a human cat <laughs> like <laughs> that's what she is because i didn't pick her she found me on the highway Really? And I just yeah, yeah. I found her on the highway. Biker was chasing her. I pulled over, stopped her. The biker picks her up and hands her to me. And I'm like, whoa, 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 what are you doing? And then he said, I can't take her. I'm on a bike. And he's like, just take her to a shelter. And I was like, I'm not taking her to a shelter. So I took her to Walmart and we went and got a bed and uh <laughs> took her to the pet pet hospital, got her some shots, and now she's annoying. Oh my goodness gracious. Yeah. That's fantastic though. Yeah. It's a great little story. What's her name? Her name is Lilo. Lilo. She bit me while I she was under the seat because I put her in the car. She hid under my seat. I reached down there to get her. She bit me. So I named her Lilo, like when uh, Lilo bites her older sister in the movie Lilo Stitch. You know? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Good callback, man. Good callback. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. I was pissed. That's why. 
Player X has got some layers, guys. You're listening. That's wow. Yeah, yeah. That that is fantastic, Bryson. Uh, speaking of, I'll, I'll try to pivot. But speaking of spoiled, <laughs> uh, you guys now get to play in SoFi Stadium. And uh, what has it been like from a player's perspective? I, I know you guys, you you played in some amazing stadiums in the Big Ten, uh, but. Mm-hmm. To see that stadium, I saw. I know you saw it in the, the scrimmages, and then to, to be there for the game. What what was that like? It is truly incredible. It looks like a spaceship, like from the outside <laughs> and the inside. Like it, it's it's nothing like I've ever seen before. And I know words don't do it justice, especially without any fans. You know, I haven't been able to see it full yet, and I think that that experience would be just overwhelming, to say the least. But um, if anything, it's been a great experience. I, I don't have much to speak on because I haven't been to too many NFL stadiums. You know, mm-hmm. I know Dallas right. got a nice little stadium. Lambeau Field's cool, but uh, you know, as the years progress, hopefully, I'll, I'll, I'll develop a little ranking system of the stadiums and I'll uh, inform you. But uh, it is definitely nothing that I like I've ever seen. Um, it is definitely worth the money as well. I would say. Mm-hmm. that they went and spent on it. It looks like it's worth the money. So, When you guys are watching film, does it look like you're watching a video game? <laughs> so, Yeah, that's, that's what the graphics are at at this point in uh-huh. 2020. You can't tell anymore. You know, you can just, um, it looks exactly like the video game, but at the same time, you, you know, you, you can tell. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Bryson, what's it like? You, you mentioned those tight ends and, and the competition. And I mean, my goodness, you know, Tyler Higby uh, yeah. off to quite a start. And you, right. you know, you've got Gerald Everett and Johnny Munt and the, those guys mm-hmm. who do so many different things. What's it like being in the room with those guys? And, and what what have you picked up? Have, have you tried to be kind of a sponge being around those guys? Yeah, uh, that's basically what I've tried to do the most is just absorb as much knowledge as I can from everybody. You know, uh, they've got plenty of years combined of knowledge in the NFL and, and I just got here. So uh, why not try and learn the ropes from these guys who can, you know, tell me right here firsthand. And uh, you know, it's just a bunch of characters. We're all just, we're football players, but you know, we're people too. We all just come from, different backgrounds and we get along well and, and we just like to, you know, play football and have a laugh and, and, uh, make the most out of this opportunity, you know, be appreciative of where we're at. So I, I, the, I couldn't ask for a, a better group of guys to, uh, to be able to, you know, be introdu- introduced into the NFL with. Well, when you talk to some of these guys too, it just seems like, like what you said, good personalities all in the same room. Um, I don't know how much you can tell us, but is there any any fun moments, like goofy moments, any pranks, anything that uh, you guys all kind of do and have fun with together? Yeah, you, you know, I'd say that the all that's kind of cut down as the years went on, you know. Uh, but there's definitely just those moments where, um, you know, everyone's just laughing, I guess you could say, mm-hmm. or, or something funny happens on film where everyone's just laughing at, that's something someone did or something someone said. And it's just kind of a relaxing moment, you know, to uh, see people just like let their guard down. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, it's not all about football. You know, we have personalities and uh, uh, a sense of humor as well. So uh, just those simple moments like that. There's not, no, no crazy pranks or anything have happened yet. You know, I, but then again, I haven't been here too long. So, well, you haven't made any enemies uh, yeah. yet. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you were listening. I haven't made any interviews. That, that is for good reason, too. Right? Yeah. We see Sean McVay kind of from the outside, you know, I mean, Jordan's around him quite a bit and seeing him in practice. Mm-hmm. But but from a player's perspective, had you have you ever seen anything like that energy? I mean, I don't I don't know whether he still does it, but he used to go out there and like run routes you know, to, to, to cover the receivers oh, and things like that. that. He still does yeah. that. Okay. Yeah. He still does, he still does it. it sometimes. Yeah. What's that like from a, from a player's perspective? I mean, is he just energy nonstop or, or does it ever, does it ever slow down at all? Yeah. Uh, you can really tell how young he is just by the energy that he provides to the team and the standard that he has set for the energy as that players need to bring to the game, you know, to kind of fuel us. So, uh, you can definitely tell that he he is very passionate about the game, um, and he really wants to be out there with us. You know, he, he will be running routes with us, covering people, and even in walkthroughs. You know, he'll uh, he'll run a motion just to show people uh, exactly how he wants it done. But mm-hmm. you know, and, and on the inside, you're like, oh, he, he loves doing that. Like he, he loves getting in there and being part of it because it, he's the master. Like he, he's the smartest guy out there. He knows exactly what he's doing. He's got the offense and the defense uh just to a t he knows everything so um uh, it's it's a great opportunity to be able to learn from someone with as much passion and uh, knowledge as he has Mm -hmm. bryson we're gonna get into some some deep cut questions here if you're ready Uh uh-huh yep all right so after all of this i mean if you really sit sit there and, and look back at your last like the last maybe eight months of your life right how are you different how am I different than than what I expected to be or, or different or than you, what I was eight months ago? I think probably both. Like, how have you kind of grown and, and how, how do you see yourself continuing to grow here? Yeah, um, it's definitely different being out here, playing football as a job, no school, uh, you know, no family around here just me, myself and I, and, and the team, of course, and I've got friends, but, um, you know, I wouldn't say I'm different. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm the same person. I've just, I'm trying to adapt to a new environment and a new system and it's not changing me, but it's changing the ways that I have to, you know, work, I would say mm-hmm. like in terms of football, it's different. Uh, the level of work you have to put in is very different from college. Mm-hmm. You're you're on scholarship in college. You kind of have a, a job there. It's a lot harder to get rid of you in a college system than it is in NFL where they can just make cuts. So you really have to realize that what you're doing is a job. You are a professional now. Uh, every decision that you make has to have the has to have yourself and the team's interest in mind, best interest, I should say. Um, but yeah, I, I wouldn't say that I'm different. I said that I've matured on some levels mm-hmm. uh, in terms of my football mentality and uh, just ways of living, you know, trying to live a healthier lifestyle now that I've, you know, got my own money and I have my own apartment out here and, you know, I'm just doing things by myself now. And it's been a long time coming that I've wanted to do this and, and I'm just trying to make the most of the opportunities while uh, going with the flow. Mm-hmm. You had a lot of time, I'm sure, to, to think about, you know, what it might be like what, either when you were in college or after you got drafted. Anything that surprised you in terms of either the lifestyle or what an NFL locker room would be like or what practices would be like? Was there anything that was like, wow, that is totally different than, than what I expected? 
there are two sides to it. You know, there's the one side that you realize you're like, wow, all these dudes are just really college dudes that have been here for a little bit longer than I have. Like, <laughs> they're, they're all got the same mentality, except they just been able to uh, absorb more uh, of the NFL lifestyle and, and expectation and standard that is set for those guys. So, you know, they've changed a little bit. They've matured. They have families now. It's more of a job. They're, they realize they're professionals and they've established themselves in this system. Whereas, uh, you know, a, a rookie coming in, you, you don't know what to expect. But I can say that I understand that there's a time and place for fun, but rarely is it at the football facility. You know, they, mm-hmm. they, they expect you to have fun doing your job. So that, that is your job and they want you to have fun doing it. As long as you're taking care of your responsibilities, they have nothing to say to you and you are, you are well off. So mm-hmm. uh, just do your job and, and have fun doing it. Well, Bryson, we have so enjoyed kind of following your story arc over the last several weeks and especially appreciate you playing along with us for our Who is Player X series <laughs> with all of its goofiness <laughs> and its voiceovers. Yeah. <laughs> I I really appreciate y'all extending me the offer and allowing me to do it. Oh, you're the best. Well, okay. So guys, we're going to be sharing out all four episodes of Who is Player X. Now that you know, Player X is indeed Mr. Bryson Hopkins himself. You guys go ahead and follow Bryson Hopkins on Twitter. Most of you already do. And and make sure you guys are keeping up with his career because we, Rich and myself, both think he's going to do great things, especially in this Rams offense. Bryson, once again, thank you so much for being on with us. Thank you guys for having me again. I hope you all have a great day. 